Hey everybody, this is Imar Sopertooth, the Sports Inquirer, and we're joined for this edition of Fighting Peaches with Michelle Collier from Georgia Tech Volleyball. Michelle, congratulations on a successful weekend in the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. How is the team doing right now, just in recovery and uh, getting ready for Ohio State? Thank you. I know we're, we're doing pretty good. Um, happy to be, you know, in this journey together still. So we're excited about just the opportunity to keep at it for a couple more days here uh, to continue to compete at the highest level, to challenge ourselves. Uh, you know, it's just a, a, a nice, surreal opportunity for us. And we're really um, enjoying it, let it sink in and then make, making the most out of it. Before we get to specifics of those matchups, the crowd atmosphere we're watching it looked amazing. You have a great crowd any time of the season, but it was ramped up, I think, for the NCAA tournament. What was that like having those two matches uh, at home and uh, being at your home facility for these big contests? Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, it's it's uh, O'Keefe is a is a special environment. It's unique, uh, you know. It's um. And it's just the energy that we get from from our supporters is awesome, and they've they've been there every step of the way. They've been super supportive this whole season. Um, obviously, a big part of why we're doing the things that we're doing, uh, you know. And we're we're just happy to represent Georgia Tech at a at a high level, uh, to play hard for them, and then you know to play the game that we love in, in a great place. So we're really grateful uh, for the environment that O'Keefe provides us. Yeah, and you defeated two conference champions in the Citadel in the first round and then Western Kentucky in the second round. The Western contest, you swept it 3-0, your 15th sweep of the season. But back and forth affair, I thought several players uh, stepped out for you. Maddie McKissick, and we're going to get to some all-ACC honors because I don't think we've spoken about those yet. But I'll start with Maddie, 4,000 career assists now. She surpassed that mark, 36 assists in that contest, uh, had a double-double with the 10 digs. Just what about her performance and her being a pivotal part of uh, that victory? Yeah, no, she's been in, in the driving seat for a while now. She knows what to do. Um, she knows how to ride her hitters, how to make them be the best that they can. Um, you know, and I think that she really is just embracing uh, the role, the opportunity to continue to play. Uh, you know, she continues to get better, uh, which is great to see late in her career. Um, you know, and, and she's stepping up a notch together with our team is, is, you know, from now on, every time we get back on the court, we got to step up and we got to be at a place where we, we have never been. And we got to, uh, you know, perform at that level. Uh, and Matt's a big part of that. Uh, and she really just been, um, you know, just grinding it out and, and getting through it. And obviously her teammates have uh, followed her. You know, so just really proud of her performance this year. Uh, very deserving to be in the all-conference first team. You know, she is one of the best setters, if not, in my opinion, the best setter in our conference. Um, you know, and she's really putting up the numbers. Uh, she's making our players perform. And we're very happy that she's uh, with the Georgia Tech uniform. Yeah, and she's one. She's a senior. Many upperclassmen that were in the NCAA tournament last season. How beneficial do you think that is having this veteran group and not being, I'll say intimidated, but being used to the atmosphere of being in the NCAA tournament because uh, you went through it last year. You even got a win over Lipscomb in the first round. Uh, how do you think that was in just preparing, preparing for this 2021 
uh, tournament, knowing that you've been through all of this stuff last season? Yeah, no, definitely uh, very important. You know, uh, everybody says winning is addicting. Uh, and so we definitely, uh, you know, the feeling of the NCAA tournament last year and just being around elite programs and elite coaches and players, um, I think has really helped turn the page here with our program and, and how our players are approaching the game, how they're approaching competition, how are they believing in themselves and understanding that they belong at that level. Um, it's been pretty cool to see, you know, and it's just uh, definitely experience. Uh, you know, you can't teach that. So obviously being in a position last year where we felt like we competed well in the tournament has helped us uh, continue to to do the things that we're doing this year. Yeah, and uh, Julia Bergman was named ACC Player of the Year, uh, the junior outside hitter. She had 17 kills in the contest, also contributed on, on the blocking end. What about her just this season receiving that ACC honor and obviously having a big part in that Western Kentucky win? Yeah, I know Julia, you know, somebody that has been, I think, super consistent. I think that has been one of the the biggest changes from last year to this year is she's put up good night after good night after good night, um, you know, all year round. So, I mean, she's definitely uh, one of the best players in the country in her position. There's not very many of them that are, that are doing what she's doing, playing all the way around, um, playing, you know, a big role offensively and defensively for our team um, and doing that with just a lot of, she's supernatural at it. You know, it's, it's how she plays the game. Um, and she's been getting better and better, more mature, just really, I think, impressed with her consistency uh, with how she's approaching practices, how she's approaching competition, uh, you know, just in general, uh, a big higher level of maturity and, and consistency for her this year and a very well-deserving honor. You know, she was the best player in our conference for sure. Yeah, and a nice story, and this ties to your middles with Aaron Moss and Breland Morissette. Each of them had at least four blocks in that Western Kentucky victory. But what about Breland? We've talked talked about her before. We've spoken with her several times. Coming from uh, some injuries earlier in her career, now becoming a full-time starter, being named All-ACC. Uh, just what about her performance this year for you? And then also Aaron as well, and just your middles and the blocking and defense that they provide for the team. Yeah, I know. I mean, Aaron and Bree have definitely stepped up. Um, you know, we and we really... Uh, we have great players in that position. I think that Callie and Kayla are also challenged her on a day, challenge them on a daily basis um, in practice. And it's just a group that it's playing with a lot of personality now, just uh, super confident, playing physical, uh, you know, and, and that's what we need out of that position. We need people that are going to impose their presence and that need to be respected by our opponents on how physical we're playing and, and how aggressive we're being you know, on the offense and defensive side of the game in that position. And um, Aaron and Bree have definitely done a great job of that. We spoke several years ago about when we, we were, were talking and you said the team needed to be more physical. And I thought it was uh, just like lift more weights or something. But uh, you said it was about just getting height and just leaping ability and just getting, I guess, athletes six feet and taller or six foot and taller. And that's when I look at the roster and even seeing these matchups, is this the roster that you 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 wanted to get when you first started, just getting that verticality and that physicality uh, with the makeup of your players? Yeah, for sure. It's not always uh, – height is not always the, the charming factor, right? But I think that 
when we talk about playing physical, it's really having strong players, but also aggressive players on the court that are going to going to make aggressive moves that are going to be confident and really understand uh, and feel comfortable with a way of competing um, at this level. You know, it's, it's, um, we play a lot of really good teams and, and players and coaches. And so you have to have a demeanor on the court that you're attacking every phase of your game. Um, and you do need to be physical, jump high, hit harder. You know, it's not always connected to height, but it's always connected to how high you're playing above the net, um, how aggressive you are being above the net. And even just on the defensive end too, you know, how you're moving, how you're communicating, all these things kind of go back to, I think, the physical um, component where when we say physical, we're saying, you know, make your presence felt, let people know that you're there and you mean business and you're ready to compete. So I think that that's kind of where, the physicality comes from. You mentioned physicality and personality. I do have to bring this up. I saw at the end of the match, you and Claudio had a celebration of a. <laughs> oh, he's right there. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It was like you did like I won't redo it for you. He wants to redo it for you. There you go. Look. There it is. All right. Yes. What is? There you go. What? What's the backstory behind that? Because that uh, that and then the, the locker room celebration, those are always funny to see. But yeah, your reactions and your the team has their moves. But what was that move for you and, and Coach Claudio? No, it's just there is a, a Brazilian soccer coach that when they won the World Cup, that was one of his um, kind of like trademark celebrations. And we just joke around like when we do some competition and the girls uh, you know, when uh, we do a little bit of the serving pass or things like that, like wherever the group that wins, they kind of just do the airplane and they, you know, they kind of run around. Uh, so it was the, the perfect timing to Claudia <laughs> to pull out that move. Uh, very deserving. Uh, it was a moment that we were all very happy and proud of, uh, you know, and no better way to celebrate than with, with the airplane. So that's good. Awesome. <laughs> Well, now you're going to get back on an airplane and you go to Louisville now for the next set of matches for the NCAA's Sweet 16 for birth in the Final Four. Uh, you face Ohio State. I don't think you've crossed paths with them too much, uh, but obviously a strong team. They beat Tennessee in the second round. Uh, what initial things have you seen from Ohio State uh, just preparing for that contest? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, a team that, that plays in a very strong league, you know, so they're, I think, very used to these types of matches, night in and night out. Um, so we're definitely, uh, understanding the caliber of opponent, the caliber of players and coaches on the other side, uh, you know, and we're just, we're just excited. We're excited to continue to compete. We're excited to play a great team. Uh, this is what, you know, there's only 16 teams left in the country and there are, you know, technically the best 16 teams in the country. So right now we're, we're playing some great volleyball and so are they, um, I'm excited to just being good company on that regional I think that it's the first time that the regional is all female head coaches so we're excited to to be in that position with you know a lot of a lot of women that I respect in the profession and that have done a great job with their programs and 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 the sport so it's really exciting to to have a chance to go out there and compete and Ohio State's going to be no different than any other team that we would have to play at this level you know a great team very well coached and uh you know, we're just going to go out there and have fun. Yeah, and doing my research on this, looking at their statistics, uh, in the in this Big Ten, 11th in aces, 6th in blocks. So it looks like they play long rallies and uh, maybe not have the strongest uh, 
blocking capabilities. Do you look at that type of stuff and put that into your scouting report, or do you just look at the Tennessee match from a few days ago and go strictly on that? How do you prepare for a first-time opponent at this stage of the season? Yeah, I know. I mean, I think a lot of that stuff, it's going to be on our side as well. Um, we have to make sure that we are our best self to be able to compete with anybody on that side. Um, you know, so I think that our our primary focus is on our team and how do we get better. And then we start to look at all the secondary stuff. Obviously, we look at recent film and we look at season stats, um, you know, and how some teams have maybe attacked them or defend them. Um, how does how do they run their offense, things like that, so that we can try to put our strengths against their strengths, um, you know, and continue to to execute at a high level. Uh, but we also know that, you know, all these preview things don't really matter. Uh, it, it's you got one shot that one night. And so um, a lot of it, it's going to be, you know, we're going to prepare for what we think we're going to see. But we also have to be the best Georgia Tech team that we can in order to compete. Yeah, and you're playing at Louisville. Should have mentioned that earlier. And if you win that matchup, you'll face the the winner of the other contest. But you're going. But is it helpful too? You're in a familiar area. You played there plenty of times. You you know the, you know where the hotels to go to, the restaurants. Is that help just with the comfort level? Because you've been you could have been sent anywhere in the country uh, for this type of uh, matchup. Does that help just overall? For sure, it's nice. It's a short. You know, it's a one hour flight for us, so it's a nice short trip where we can, you know, still kind of stay at home as much as possible. The girls are in finals now. So the less school uh, we miss, the better, uh, you know, so they can get some of that stuff out of the way, not be worried about too much of that stuff when they're on the road, Um, you know, and we just, we have some, a lot of former players and families that are from Louisville, current players. uh, So we know, we know we're going to have a lot of good energy from there. Uh, I think it's a place that really uh, supports the sport, loves volleyball. So their fans are going to be out there, you know, just because they love to watch, I think, the games. And so it's going to be a good crowd, good atmosphere. Um, and it's going to be very well run by the University of Louisville. So we're we're understanding the caliber of, of event that we're going to go to. And we're definitely super excited. And they, they just being so convenient with, being so close it's definitely very helpful uh, and we're hoping to get lots of friends and families out there as well well coach thank you for your time we greatly appreciate it and safe travels to louisville thank you